what's up? Welcome back to another episode of The Boyos Discuss, the podcast where we pick a topic and then shoot the shit about it for a while. This week we're returning from our break that was definitely not longer than a week, but I digress. Um, as always, if you're watching on YouTube and enjoy the podcast, we'd greatly appreciate it if you like, comment, subscribe, and smash that bell icon. With all that out of the way, let me introduce you to my co-host for this episode, Ben. How's it going, Boyo? It's good. So uh, today we'll be uh, not doing a movie review, I guess, in the traditional sense. Um, we're going to actually be talking about a little show called Star Wars The Bad Batch. Um, for those of you who don't know, The Bad Batch is a squad of defective clones who are featured in a few episodes of season, uh, season 7 of the Clone Wars TV show. Um, and I feel like for the most part, they didn't receive the best reception. Um, like online, a lot of people were kind of 50-50 on whether or not they actually liked the episodes that featured them. But... Lucasfilm and Disney decided that it would be a neat idea, I guess, to continue and do like an entire show based around them. So I guess we'll start things off um, with, you know, what were your thoughts on the uh, the Bad Batch in season seven of The Clone Wars? I didn't like them. Uh, <laughs> They're the fucking discounted penguins of Madagascar. Of fucking damn, okay, well that's... I, don't, I didn't dislike them that much. Um, I, I thought they were really boring. Like, uh... You know, they, if they're just featured in a few episodes, all you get is that there's the leader, uh, Rambo. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> the the heavy guy, who's the heavy from, like, Team Fortress, pretty much. He's just, like, an idiot, strong guy. Uh, there's Tech, who's, like, I think you already know exactly what that character's <laughs> like, just from his name. Uh, and then Crosshair is the sniper, who's just, you know, like, too cool. It, I mean, it's, like... They were fine. I, I get it in a kid show. And, like, Clone Wars is still, you know, I know a lot of adults watch it, but they do still kind of aim it at kids. And I'm sure a lot of kids are like, oh, it's so badass. We're like, whoa, they're so cool. But I've seen this dynamic, like, 400 other times. And it's just... it, it didn't And it's been me. done better before. Yeah. That was it, the other thing. Like, Clone Wars. But yeah. uh, I'm not upset that this is going to be its own show because I welcome, you know, character development and you know, what they're going to do with these people. And I love Star Wars, so I'm not upset. I just didn't like them in season seven. <laughs> yeah, and like, I don't know. I think if anything, these two episodes have made me appreciate more the, uh, I guess, the Bad Batch in general. Because, um, and it, I guess in a way, the episodes from the Clone Wars sort of served as like an introduction to those characters, um, even mm. if it wasn't meant to be that. Because um, I think initially, like, clear back before uh, Disney had bought Lucasfilm, they had planned on doing those Bad Batch episodes before they had canceled the Clone Wars originally. So they've had these characters kind of kicking around for a while. So um, I don't know. It's just, it's good that they're fleshing them out because otherwise they would have just been, you know, like you said, just kind of knock off like basic, like, you know, one note characters who don't really do anything or like yeah. grow in any significant way. So I'm... Yes, no. That's yeah. what I thought they were. They just, I didn't know this show was coming out. And when I saw season seven, I was like, what? Yeah. What's the point? I mean, it's a cool idea. I like the, like, Black Ops, uh, you know, Clone Wars missions. And they send these defective, you know, clones yeah. that were engineered for different uh, specialties. It's, it's a cool idea. Yeah, I guess, um, like, originally the only thing that we've had that's, like, close to that would have been, like, Republic Commando and that sort right, of thing. Right, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, um, I mean, granted, those characters were pretty tropey as well, but, like, I don't know, yeah. there there was a degree of, like, 
there wasn't like a stupid one, <laughs> you know, like a, there wasn't a wrecker equivalent and mm-hmm. uh and that, but um with that out of the way, I guess we're going to jump into the discussion of the episodes themselves and we're actually going to switch things up a bit and use the synopsis that you can find on Disney Plus. Um since the show is really fresh, um you know, and it's just coming out as we're going to be doing these reviews, we just figure most people are going to be tuning in if they're listening to this at all um after they've seen the episodes. So Spoilers ahead if you haven't seen the episodes. Um, I will say, though, the synopsis that they have on Disney Plus are, like, very bare bones. So we'll have to fill in the gaps, I guess, a little bit. So first up, we've got Aftermath, which uh, it ran at a meaty 70 minutes, which I think that's the longest we've had for um, any of the Star Wars TV shows on Disney Plus for hmm. runtimes. Although there may have been an episode of The Mandalorian that was... How around long, that long do you know how long the movie for the clone wars was it's was like an hour and a half the movie what do you mean yeah. like you, you remember how the oh oh the the, the, the theatrical one yeah oh that was like feature length so I, that was probably closer to like i don't know 120 minutes whereas yeah, um I, yeah i don't know um that's probably like the closest 70 thing minutes was better than the whole you know yeah development well, they did in that entire movie well, and it's like, I will say that um, this episode, like, it moved really fast, but it never felt like, like, it didn't feel like Rise of Skywalker, where it was, like, whiplash, and you're going, like, way too fast. Like, I feel like mm. there was enough, like, slow sort of world-building stuff and just them interacting. I think it's because they weren't introducing you to way too much, way too fast. It yeah. Was, like, concepts you know, you know about Order 66, you knew about Kamino and the clones and the Empire, but it's just a cool new way to see things happening. Like we've never gotten a glimpse into this time period. Uh, yeah. Like we are with this. Um, so I guess the uh, we'll do the synopsis now. And it's literally just the clones of the Bad Batch find themselves in a changing galaxy after the Clone Wars. Um, so <laughs> I guess overall, did you like the episode? Yeah, that's the end of the episode. No, I did. I did like it a lot. It was uh, it started really well. I'm I'm. I love seeing uh, Order 66 taking place in the Clone Wars. It was the best part of Season 7, and it's it was really cool to see it again here and how different clones and different Jedi react. And they, I love how they're doing the, uh, it's not blatant over your head, like smash you with a frying pan references. That's like, look at this! Don't you know who this is? <laughs> but like the, the Padawan is... Um, Caleb, or which is uh, I forget the name he goes by in Rebels, but he's like it's the, Kanan. Kanan, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Kanan, and he's the the outcast Jedi who's given up and you know does, wants to hide from the Empire, and it's really cool to see that he talks about his master a lot in Rebels, and you see her just get gunned down, and it's it reminded me a lot of uh, Fallen Order, and that was a great game, and the best part of that game to me was the Order sixty six part. So yeah. Yeah, I was super like the beginning had me. It was really good. Yeah, well, and even before that, they had um they had like animated some scenes from episode three, uh like I think yeah. the duel with Anakin um or maybe no it wasn't that it was the duel with uh General Grievous or something um yes. but they had a few scenes that they had uh animated from that and I just love like when they redo scenes or like stuff like that and just kind of bring everything together because there's always yeah. sort of a disconnect between like where the Clone Wars ended and where episode three sort of began. And uh, I don't know, it's just it's really cool that we're filling out, um, you know, the lead into that with Clone Wars and then also 
um, you know, what happened after as well, because that's been something that, at least in the new canon anyways, they haven't really, like, messed with too much. But, um, mm. so we've mentioned that uh, Kanan makes an appearance, but we also saw two other, I guess, more established characters um, in Saw Gerrera and Admiral Tarkin. Um, what did you think of, like, because that's three pretty significant characters, um, just in terms of, like, I don't know, the overall lore of the Star Wars universe, like, did you think they went too far with having too many big appearances right off the bat in the first episode? Um, Tarkin fit. I, I liked seeing Tarkin, uh, because in a very brand new empire, I want to see how the head guy kind of organizes things quickly because things, it happens in like super fast. Like if you look at just like world empires and how things like coups and things like this, it's usually just a handful of people that make everything happen, and then it's just like, bam, like everything's changed, uh, and they're in their positions of power. So I'm happy to see Tarkin hands-on into on Camino, trying to figure out if the clones are worthwhile, or if they should just rely on a conscription service, which is also really cool to see elaborated. Like, that's just something, it's a question people have been asking, and they've, we've gotten some answers to it before in, like, the Battlefront 2 game and stuff, but I like learning, you know, in like when they definitely, definitively say... Yes, like we're it's conscription for stormtroopers and stuff. Yeah, but well, uh, no, I like Tarkin a lot. Sagarera didn't. Nah, he didn't need to be there. He really didn't. <laughs> he yeah. just kind of was like, "Ooh, bumming around on this planet." <laughs> like I feel like Disney, they put Sagar like they introduced him in Clone Wars, but I did not fucking remember him. I know that I saw him before <laughs> Rogue One, and I just blanked it out. And I was like, "Who?" And Rogue One made him a huge deal, like he's this. He is the the figurehead in the, in the you know rebellion against the empire before you know and he's in two rebel. scenes yeah so I feel like <laughs> Disney's just doing this thing where it's like put him in fucking everything yeah yeah he's a big yeah. deal and it's like you you guys said he was a big deal before you showed us why and now they're just trying to show us why and everything like yeah every medium I can think of with Star Wars before his death has had him in it now like video games movies. TV shows, they keep throwing them in. I'm sure there's comics, kind of, too, yeah. He's cool. I mean, I like him, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think they just... Because, like, the whole theme with him when uh, George Lucas created the character was that he was, like, the first rebel sort of thing because they were rebelling against the, I guess, king of the planet that they were on. Yeah. And so, like, George Lucas just really liked the idea of that being, like, sort of the birth of, like rebel thoughts i guess um i don't know they've just they've gone a little far with it i think like you said yeah. uh seeing him and like you know they can keep mentioning him and you can keep bringing him up but running into him fucking everywhere <laughs> all the time is getting goofy yeah yeah it's it's crazy um and then tarkin uh like it was just cool because they had kind of even alluded to stuff and um the clone wars tv show there was that episode where they go to that um like prison planet because they're breaking clones out or something like that, or a Jedi Master, yeah. and he's yeah, with them. Gets taken. Or yeah. Echo, sorry. yeah, and even in that episode, they kind of, like, were bringing up the fact that he's not really into the idea of using clones, and he's like, yeah, maybe we should think of doing doing things a little differently. So they mm -hmm. had... Can you have some interesting ideas there, Mr. Jedi Skywalker? <laughs> mm, I like you. <laughs> it's like, ooh. But, uh, no, I thought Tarkin was good. If they, like, you know, they could have killed, they wouldn't have ever done this, but if you use, like, Darth Vader, you know, it's it's fucking stupid. But Tarkin was a good level 
for that priority. Yeah. Do you think we'll see Darth Vader in this? Um, I mean, that's that's kind of getting into the later parts of the discussion. But I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I can see it going either way. Honestly. I think if we do see him, it's going to be like like Rebels, where he shows up for one episode and just like smokes everybody and just yeah. wrecks shop and goes, you know, I'm surrounded by fear and dead men and just kills everybody. And it's like, oh, shit. <laughs> but I don't think he's going to like... I think they're just gonna tease tease yeah. him if he isn't it. They're not gonna do anything big with him. Yeah, that's my. That's theory. sort of where I'm at. Yeah, and again, it's like fifty fifty. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Right. Um. So so far in the first episode, did you like the Bad Batch more than season seven of the Clone Wars? Uh, definitely. But they're definitely all still kind of tropey and annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like seeing Hunter, uh, how he led people who didn't trust him. And how he how he dealt with like being even more of an outsider. Like they already were a, the bad batch, but now their inhibitor chips and their Order sixty six chips aren't working like they should, except for Crosshair. Uh, and it was cool to see that. I think Hunter's getting the most development. Obviously, he's kind of the, the leader. So yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's the only one with like an emotional anchor through Omega. You know, yeah. that's how he's. Um, you know, that's. One of the things I thought we should talk about probably is that now Star Wars is kind of falling into the trope of like similarly with, uh, you know, the Mandalorian um, and like Logan and stuff where it's like older grizzled character with Ray and younger. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. Where you have, um you know, an older person who's kind of brought back and like, oh, yeah, you can, you know, care about stuff again, you know, mm-hmm. through like a younger person. Um, it's, like an, it's a solid formula. Like people, I've, I've been seeing that storyline a lot recently, like, you know, God of War and you were saying Logan and this and like the Hound and Arya and, and like there's a lot of this storytelling. It's It all came from like up. Uh. <laughs> like the, the grumpy old dude uh, runs into the peppy young kid and they both teach each other how to be more better people or something and it's like okay it's it's it works i enjoy watching it so yeah if the um, characters are good and that's the thing yeah well and that's why i'm hopeful that like it won't just be you know uh it won't just be the leader in omega and like i yeah. feel like it would be good if everyone else sort of like takes that like older brother like figure sort of thing and you kind of see that in episode 2 with um uh, wrecker but we'll get to that yeah. um i have to say i'm very happy that they made omega not a fucking super annoying kid like i it took me i think longer than most people to like ahsoka i i really hated her for a long time just that like snarky me 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 yeah like, oh my god yeah so i'm really glad <laughs> omega's not like that yeah yeah i don't know it's just it's sort of cool um like I don't know, like, I'm curious to see what they do with that character, because I feel like there's a lot that they're sort of, they're leaving it sort of shrouded in mystery, and I, I, I don't know, in the end it'll probably just disappoint me, but, like, what do you think the deal with her is? Because, like, she's obviously a girl clone of Boba Fett, like, I think mm-hmm. that's, or, uh, Jango Fett, right. um, but, like, for each of the Bad Batch members, they have, like, a, uh, a heightened ability of some kind, you know? Like, uh, Hunter, his is, like, heightened senses, a wrecker, it's, like, being really strong. And Omega, what they're kind of, like, I guess leaning into is that either A, which I don't think they're gonna do, but it would be, eh, I don't know, if they're kind of leaning into, like, oh, like, what if we cloned Force-sensitive people or added 
metachlorians to um you know Django Fett's DNA because like she's kind of got this weird like empathy thing where she can read emotions really well like she um even Hunter when they're leaving she's like you know I there's something I need to tell you but uh you know and you need to hear it but I'm not going to tell and then like she hesitates I guess um and then later on with Crosshair when they're in the prison together she's like hey like I know that something's up with you and I know you're going to do something but you should not do Dude, it. That was like a Last Supper kind of thing. Like Jesus yeah. turning to Judas and being like, "Go, go on now, go yeah. do what you need to do." It's like, whoa, what? Well, and that's so why that I'm was... like, I. So it's like I could see it being, you know, either she is force sensitive, and that's like a thing, um, because I don't know, like they, I feel like gradually they're using the, I guess, expanded TV shows to try and justify, uh, Palpatine being cloned. Because, like, I don't know, and in the original canon, it was always that you couldn't clone Jedi, and that was just, like, a thing. But, um, so, I don't know, I get the feeling that maybe that's a direction that they're going in. Um, we'll just have to wait and see on that, but, uh, any other, like, well, one thing I do want to talk about with this episode that didn't really follow through to the next one is this episode looked amazing. Dude, yeah. Like, it was a really fucking pretty show. Like, um, when they're on uh, Onderon in the forest, mm -hmm. dude, that was like... Oh, it looked like a movie. It, it, yeah. There was, it was hard to distinctly tell that it was an animated show. Like, even, the characters were in their armor. Like, when the characters are out of it, they have very angular features, and you can, you know, it's stylized. But in the armor, with the, with the environment, it, it, yeah. It, it looked real. It looked live action. It was insane. Yeah. Well, it's just sort of crazy how far they've come from uh, season one of yeah. Clone Wars. Uh, the lighting is, is insane. Like, yeah. I think that's what does it the most. Well, and, like, I'm really glad that they decided, you know, rather than continuing down the Star Wars Rebels sort of, like, animation style, which was... Eh, it was cheaper looking. <laughs> yeah. It like, I'm... Very good. I, yeah, I'm glad they... We're like, okay, you know, people want to see, like, these higher-budget things that look fucking, like, cinema level, you know? Mm -hmm. so, um, were there any other things you wanted to talk about the first episode before we go into the um, next one? I really like... I like the setup of Crosshair as a villain. Yeah. I think that's going to be interesting. I hope... Um, his armor looks I, badass. By yeah, he, yeah, yeah, his armor's <laughs> fucking sick. He looks like a like a what's the what were the black troopers in the death troopers? No, not the death, death troopers. troopers. Yeah, they? yeah. He kind of looks. It looks like that now, and it's fucking sick. And yeah. like, I want to see him try to like use their tactics against them and be just this kind of like inescapable like Terminator. Like that'd yeah. be cool. I don't know how much they can do with that. I don't know how intimidating they they're willing to make him. Uh, I think that would be cool, though. Uh, I liked that when he when he came out, it was really, you know, cinematic. Like they're standing on opposite sides of the hangar, and and the light is on both of them, and it's like a duel. And they do this is like the three hundred seventh fucking <laughs> cowboy duel we've seen in Star Wars, and it's still amazing. <laughs> like, yeah, I love, I love those where they're just you know like your move or whatever, and blah blah blah, and it's you know. So yeah. it, it was it was really good, really good ending with that face off in the hangar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. One, well, I will say I like the, um, they're kind of building this, I don't know, animosity or something between the Kaminoans and the Empire. Uh, mm -hmm. and I'm intrigued to oh, see. Oh, they can tell they're taking their business from them. Yeah. Yeah. Money. I'm intrigued to see where that goes, though. And if. Do you think they will do, uh, I, like a Battle of Kamino? 
that's what I was going to get into later. We can talk mm -hmm. about that now, though. Um, so my my hope, and I know they won't do this, but I just think it would be really badass if they did. Um, do you remember in the original Battlefront 2 video game, I think it was, or maybe it was even Battlefront 1, they had, like, in the campaign, a story mission where it was, like, an uprising of clones yeah, led by the Kaminoans. Yeah, I my hope is that they'll do something like that, right? Because I think that would be fucking awesome, and, and that would explain about. like um, that was the Battle of Camino. I was yeah referencing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm that's where I would like to see it go. I don't think they'll do that though. Um, just because I don't know. We've we've seen in uh, what's it called um, in uh, the Mandalorian, there's that like scientist character, and yeah. on his like arm he has a patch which is like the camino symbol or whatever like you, you'd probably recognize it um but uh so like to some degree the facilities still exist and that's why people are like oh he's they're cloning uh you know palpatine and they're using the metachlorians and uh, baby Yoda. A way to show that the clones are actually like obsolete like they weren't just kind of replaced like if the empire just overwhelms the clones with their conscripted stormtroopers it's like yeah. the nail in the coffin yeah so i think that would be cool yeah and that would be a great way for them to like further differentiate themselves from they, the I mean, republic disney money do like when when disney owns 70 percent of fucking movie ticket sales and makes me upset because they're just a giant movie monopoly at the, the least i ask for is for these fucking high budget concepts that fans have wanted to see forever yeah at least yeah. give us that one, it's like, I don't know, if they do it, my hope would be that it has, like, the same, I guess, emotional resonance as, like, seeing Order 66 in Episode 3 has. Oh, yeah. Because um, so I feel like they could do that if they go down that route. Like, mm -hmm. I'm I'm still 50-50 on if they will, but... <laughs> Karina right. was built for sad scenes. It's all moody weather That's all true, time. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Um, so I guess from there, we're going to go into episode two, which is a uh, cut and run. Um, and so the synopsis for that episode is literally the Bad Batch visit an old contact. <laughs> yep. So um, what did you think of that episode? I'm super impressed with the autists on fucking Reddit <laughs> for figuring okay. out who their contact was. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end of the first episode, they're like, oh, plot coordinates to J19. And these motherfuckers were like, J-19, and, and fucking <laughs> found out that in the Clone Wars, that was kind of like the coordinates where this deserter clone had gone and built a farm with a family. And so, of course, you know, you, you told me that before I saw the episode. Uh, I feel kind of bad I did. That. No, it's, uh, it, made it, fun it made it funny. I was like, is it actually going to be that? Like, were they fucking right? And they were. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. So props to them. Uh, no, it was... It was fine. I don't think it needed to happen at all for any reason. <laughs> Nothing yeah, really it, was accomplished. Yeah, it it did feel like filler. I am sort of glad that they revisited that deserter clone just because that was always something that, um, well, I, I loved that episode in the Clone Wars mm -hmm. um, to, to begin with. But, like, I don't know, just the idea of, like, other clones besides them defecting because... Um, I don't know. He had been like, "Oh yeah, Rex came through, and like others have come through as well." So yeah, it was cool um, to hear Rex. You know, just like I mentioned, and, and they like they, just missed him yeah. by a day. It's who like, was with who was with Rex and Rebels when they were hanging out in that derelict 
It was ETT. it was Rex, Wolf, and uh, one other who's yeah. in escapes Gregor. I think it's Gregor. I think mm. that sounds right. Um, but uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I don't know. Um, It'd be I, cool if the Bad Batch runs into them as a group or something like that. You know, runs into Rex on the run and he's like, oh my god, clones. And they're like, wait, uh. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I Jedi really. Or something. I do sure kind of like the idea of them just missing each other and that being like not a consistent theme, but like something that happens maybe later again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, I don't know, this episode was sort of weird, it felt, um, I didn't like Omega as much in this episode, because she does kind of go into the weird, like, oh, she's so naive, and she's never experienced it, like, it's sort of like Rey and, uh, The Force Awakens, Yeah. where she's <laughs> lived, yeah, she's lived on a fucking desert her whole life, and so then whenever she sees, like, you know, lush environment, she's like, ooh, this is, like, really cool and stuff. And, um, yeah, but I mean, like, Kaminoans, they don't educate you on anything. What the fuck is this? That's <laughs> dirt. What? <laughs> like, you don't, you don't have a concept of land? <laughs> but, I mean, it's just it's supposed to be just, like, this cute moment, like, ooh, look, she's so young and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it, I don't know. It just, it to me, felt weird. Um, but I'm glad they got it out of the way, I guess, uh, like, later in the episode, as far as them being, like, trying to pawn her off onto the, uh, you know, cut in his family. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just glad cause I knew they were going to do something like that at some point and it's better to just do it and be done with it. Yeah. It's super, it was very predictable. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know. It was just, it was cool seeing other stuff as well. Uh, like there was a lot of world building in terms of switching over from the empire or uh, from the Republic to the empire, as far as like assigning codes to people, and exchanging the Republic credits for Imperial credits, because um, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, because well, and that's been a question I've had since the Mandalorian started, like the whole chain code thing. I was like, when did they do that? Mm -hmm. um, I, I just really like seeing how quickly things are moving, like for the average civilians of uh, you know the galaxy, because you know it's just moving so quickly that you don't even you barely have time to react, and then before you know it, you're in a fucking empire and you're just like oh oh my god when how how do we get here yeah and that's all it's just it's cool to see it develop really yeah. quickly like that well then i don't know it's cool like um to go back to sagrera from earlier like the whole reason they included that character was to give them like i don't know make, to make them question what's going on um and it's cool <laughs> to see i guess both perspectives um you know like you have the average people who aren't going to be able to fight back you know and then you have sagrera who's like you know, they lied to you about us being, like, separatists. You know, like, what the hell else do you think is going on with, uh, you know, that and, like, Order 66 and stuff. So, um, yeah, the world building, really cool so far. They, get the, they, got, they make the clones already feel like stormtroopers. Yeah. Like, they don't even feel like clones anymore. They're patrolling and, and telling people to stay in their, you know, stay in their lanes and, and they're monitoring everything. It's really cool. It's like, like they're occupied, like they're, yeah, occupying yeah well, and even when we uh because we had watched the first episode of this um as a group uh with ryan um and one of the things that i noticed and i think we talked a bit about this then was that there's a much bigger emphasis on the clones with just plain white armor 
mm-hmm. um, than you know you ever saw. Like, because in uh, the Clone Wars, like they all had their different uh, like battalions they were in. They had all sorts of different like colors and stuff. And if you were a different position, you had a different like emblem on and stuff like that. Whereas in this, um, it's sort of like I don't know, fish out of water sort of thing with the Bad yeah. Batch being like, okay, there's them, and then there's like the um the Coruscant guard and those are like literally um maybe there's a few others but uh those are like the only ones that look different um so the emphasis seems to be moving towards like uniformity and yeah, uh and that's it's just, cool to see yeah yeah especially considering how like different they were um you know in the clone wars mm-hmm. um, so were there any other thoughts on the episode that you had um, uh yeah um I think that the fucking so the deserter clone is highly irresponsible for letting Omega go back to the Bad Batch because <laughs> they're literally like yes they're right in the thick of of war zones all the time and they all have been on several Black Ops missions and they've developed very particular skills like what the fuck why is Omega you like her and she reminds you of you I get that that's cute but like. <laughs> no no One, it just seems kind of goofy like yeah imagining the cia in like nicaragua going through the jungle hunting for contras and they run into a kid and they're like you know what you're cool you can come with us <laughs> like it's that's irresponsible yeah <laughs> and yeah and like chance to hand them to a family with kids and have a life that's like yes you do that that's that is what you do you do not keep taking this kid to war zones but it's you know whatever yeah I mean, I think if anything, they are probably building up to something more significant with her. Yeah, um, and they were like, they're hacking into all this stuff and being like, we cannot alert this, the clones. Like, oh. they, they will lock down everything. We cannot have a firefight here. And then they proceed to have a firefight there, and the clones don't <laughs> and it's totally lock fine. anything down. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, the line across the parking lot is fine, and they're moving along, and they're like, what's happening? Ah, nothing important. Meanwhile, they're just like, is a giant rise. Like, people are dying. Like, they kill a lot of clones. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. My hope with this show was that there would be more, I guess, conflict within the uh, the Bad Batch as far as them killing other clones and stuff. But they don't really seem all that. (laughs) You know, that's true. I didn't think about that. Because, like, I don't know. It was always like. In the Clone Wars, they were always like, "Oh, we're brothers," you know, and like that's like that was a bond about, like, that the they General all Krell had. Episode and shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just it's. Yeah, you're right. That's that's like seems like an oversight. Yeah, yeah. it's just kind of man. And and they go to meet this contact. What was their plan? Like, did they say explicitly like why they needed his help or what he could do for them? So they wait. So like at the end of the episode, um. Or maybe it was, no, it was the beginning of this one. They were like, yeah, we're going to go talk to this deserter guy because they're like, he's really good at staying off grid and that's something that we don't really excel at. Um, You know, because he went through like most of the Clone Wars just sort of chilling Mm -hmm. um, without getting caught. And so, I don't know. That's I guess that's my thought. Um, I just found it weird that they had met. Um, And I don't know, maybe they'll expand on that in a comic or something. Yeah. but uh, I don't know, and it was, it was just weird, uh, you know, ha- not having that established before, and I don't know, kind of thinking that Rex was maybe the only clone who knew about Cut, and right. that made it more impactful that Rex 
wouldn't tell anyone, you know? So then for more to know who, uh, who cut is, it's like, eh, I don't know. I will say though, that I did like that Wrecker wasn't as, I guess, loud in yeah, this episode. Down. I appreciated that. And I wonder if like, you know, assuming they're doing these in order as they animate it, if like they had done most of the, I guess, pre-production stuff on, uh, the first episode around the time season seven came out and then after they got the feedback of them being like oh he's kind of annoying <laughs> you know from fans and stuff if they maybe change that a little bit um yeah man like Riker, definitely the most annoying but i i feel for him because they've just kind of like growth hormoned up this this <laughs> undeveloped brain uh, like, he still plays with fucking little stuffed animals. He probably can't even spell grape. And they give him a fucking gun and tell him to push tanks over cliffs. And Dude, that was badass, though. Uh, yeah, but episode. It just, it feels, I feel bad for him. Yeah. Just, like, does he even have a concept of where he is or what he's doing at any time? Like, I feel like the scar came from him trying to line a bottle racket in his ear or something. He's a fucking idiot. Like, why? It's, I feel for him. Yeah. Like it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. It just my I hope they do more with the character and they like I don't know. It's we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So uh, far the characters have not developed that much. Like Yeah. Tech is the by far the most just like tropey and I don't like that at all. Uh, no, and I love the joke in this where they uh, they talk about the chain codes or whatever, and he like literally just found out about them, and mm. they're like, "Tech, do you think that you could hack into them and make some for us?" He's like, "Well, I did just hear about these for the first time right now, but I guess I could." Right. And it's like, dude, what? <laughs> like, I know computer chips. Oh, you don't know about them? How else do you think you do? You fucking idiots. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up. I, I like Echo. I, I I have liked Echo the whole time. I think he's the only really interesting one. He's, he's like the the one that's sort of like, I don't know, the normal one who's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, why are y'all acting so weird? Absolutely fucked up one. Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not... He's got like PTSD. And, you but know, like, he's he, he practically dead. I, I, I would. But I guess, like I guess what I'm getting at is he is the only one who knows what it's like to have been just a normal clone right so you know, Echo and, by far hands down has i think the most interesting stuff to say and he's going to be a character i look at a lot for depth the, yeah. other, the other ones phew, he's just literally fucking rambo they're like let's go incognito <laughs> and he wears his stupid ass headband with a big skull on it and he's got his like war paint on they all like, have all the right. skull on their Jesus armor christ <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's cheesy for sure but uh <laughs> Um, so I guess that's it for episode two. Um, so now we'll go into, I guess, broader sort of topics. Um, so let's see, we've already covered that. Um, do you see all of the clones actually making it out? Or do you see it being more of like a Halo Reach sort of Definitely deal? they're not going to make it. Omega's going to make it. Yeah. I and feel like gonna it's, it's going to be a thing where they gradually are sacrificing to and get Omega's, her. And Omega's going to have Wrecker's toy. Yeah, she's gonna be holding on to it, and they're gonna fly away, or they're gonna get shot, or they're gonna have one scene where he's like, "You'd be have your own life," and then, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're not making it. Yeah. Um. So I guess uh, like a Halo Reach thing, though. Put the the helmet down. And... 
yeah dude when it's like that'd be sick uh like i know we kind of got that with rogue one already but it's like just go for broke and do it and fucking with the clone troopers because that's see crosshair kill one of them and then react to it yeah when it's like at some point that i think that's what's gonna happen is something is gonna flip the switch and he'll be like oh shit these are the people but it'll be too late because they'll have killed yeah. one of them or something but then and then he'll, he'll like he'll die in a hail of gunfire saving yeah, them. the people that were fighting with him and they kill him or kills him they're not gonna kill himself and no, that's a fucking kid show they're not gonna do that <laughs> but yeah yeah it's uh, that would be a much darker turn <laughs> yeah um but I, i'm interested in seeing that yeah yeah i'm i am as well and my hope is that because this is going to be 16 episodes long. My hope is that it will be mostly plot, but there's obviously going to be filler. Um, you know, and I just, my hope is that we'll see a lot of uh, all of the main characters, including Crosshair, you know, and that he's not just, oh, he'll come up every few episodes, you know, sort of thing. Um, yeah. Because that's, I don't know, that's sort of the trap they fell into with Rebels, uh, especially. Like, the high points in Rebels are super high. But my God, <laughs> some Dude, of those like know. filler episodes, like it was just I, like I don't really want to rewatch Rebels. Like I could rewatch Clone Wars. Well, e it's hard, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it's just like you're you're watching to get to the good stuff, basically. Right. Um, and my hope is that it's not that, um, you know, because then it's just it being sixteen episodes. It's not like the Mandalorian where you're like, okay, the next one will probably be you know, more action-packed or, like, more story-driven. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that's... We'll discuss those as they come out. Um, do you have any other thoughts or things you want to talk about with these first two episodes so far? Um... I... We mentioned... We touched on it and mentioned it, but, yeah, no, I'd like to see... Uh, it just... It feels... It, this does feel like the campaign missions of Battlefront 2. And those were always really fucking cool. Like, narrated by the clone from the clone's perspective of the transition and what they had to do. So I think I think this is a really cool... I'm, ha- I'm happy with this period of time in Star Wars. I don't think I'd rather look at another period than, bet- than right after Episode 3. That's one that's interesting and has been kind of uh, not touched on. Like, they do a lot of before Episode 4, but not a lot of after Episode 3. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm very happy with where it's at in the timeline, and yeah. I'm interested to keep watching it. One thing I did want to mention, um, to piggyback off of the whole uh, redditor sleuths who have figured stuff out, um, there was like another trailer for the season that came out, and uh, apparently they're going to be going to uh to Braga from uh the first area of yeah, the uh, junkyard planet and yeah in Jedi Art. Fallen Order yeah. See, and I, f- I completely fell in love with Fallen Order, so, yeah. Stuff like that, like, that that period in, in time is, is really cool to me, so that sounds really cool. Maybe they'll be like, oh, there's our workers, and you'll see Cal or something. <laughs> That's what I'm like, I don't know, like, I can see them doing that. I think the more likely thing would be, uh, who is Cal's friend? Who? Uh, Pro... No. Pros, uh, no, is it, whatever his name was. Uh, yeah, yeah I feel like, if anything, we'd see that guy. <laughs> and uh, uh uncle soon uh, uncle soon be dead yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um they they showed that in the trailer um obviously we're gonna see um who's the the like uh sniper lady from the mandalorian 
Um, the, oh, uh, Asian Asian wife, Boba Waifu. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> she's, built his own waifu. she's confirmed to be in it as well, um, which is, you know, I, I really like that they have some, I guess, sort of synergy around the shows now, because um, that was something that I feel like they struggled with with um, season one of The Mandalorian and uh, the Star Wars sequel trilogy, was that well, they I didn't really it... feel connected. Um, yeah. Whereas this is... Sorry, I hope this gives a chance to like tie up loose ends that ha- weren't covered in Clone Wars. Like, I really wanted to keep seeing what happened to Boba, and they they were like projected to have a duel, like him and Cat Bane. Yeah, and I would like I don't know how you'd work that into the Bad Batch, but I would love to see more Boba Fett. Well, and like, that's I just my like we didn't get enough of him in Clone Wars. I can see it doing that or doing that in Book of Boba Fett having the Bad Batch show because like I don't know my theory with what book of boba fett is going to be and i think we talked about this before was that it's going to be boba fett on jabba's throne telling stories i guess sort of from his past and it's Mm -hmm. gonna be like sort of an anthology thing where he's telling stories in different time periods you know maybe having the actor who played him in episode two um you know show up because he's apparently said he wants to reprise the role and maybe do that um duel with cad bane where he gets the dent on his helmet but um, yeah that'd be awesome it would be cool to see him in this as well, though. Like, I will say that, um, just the whole idea of, uh, and they don't really even talk about it in, uh, like, they reference it, like, barely in The Mandalorian Season 2, where he's like, yeah, I can't go into the Imperial base because they recognize my face, you know, sort of mm-hmm. thing. And that's not really something that we've seen enough of yet, and maybe they'll do more of it. So, I don't know, the Bad Batch maybe coming across him and being like, oh, shit, another clone. And he's like, no, fuck y'all. <laughs> I kind of want anything to do with it. Like, I sort think... of like, um, what was it in uh, X-Men First Class, where they come across Wolverine in the bar? Yeah, they're like, we're putting together a team, and he's like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It'd yeah. be cool if they did something sort of like that. So, yeah. Um, just a I think it's weird that they, that they already have no direction, though. Like, What's the Bad Batch doing next week? I don't fucking know. Yeah. They don't really have a goal. So I think that's kind of weird to already be like, well, uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't let me get hyped, I feel like, for the next episode. Yeah. I don't well, know like, what's coming at, in. At the very least, the first episode ended with, you know, a tease for like, okay, we're going to go to Sector whatever. And, uh, you know, that gave people something to like latch onto and speculate about. Um, and I don't know, just that sort of like, hype cycle is really important when you're doing a weekly show versus like a show you can just binge right um like you know i just we just finished watching wandavision falcon winter soldier and every time that episode ended i was like fuck yeah i really want to see what's next man they always left you with a crazy ending or, or just something yeah so this was very just like man they went on a 20 minute adventure and uh what are they gonna do next week we'll yeah see. it's like okay so hopefully they get a, a bigger goal yeah I I, I, so that sort of wraps my thoughts up are you pretty much good yeah, that's all i got all right so that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the boils discuss we're going to continue doing these smaller discussions for new episodes of the bad batch in addition to hopefully getting back on schedule with our movie reviews um fingers crossed on that Anyways, if you enjoyed the episode, then hit that like button, leave us a comment, subscribe, and smash the bell icon. Till next time. See you, rude kid.